my dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome to Marketing School, the only podcast that provides daily top-level marketing tips and strategies from entrepreneurs that practice what they preach and live what they teach. Let's start leveling up your marketing knowledge with your instructors, Neil Patel and Eric Sue. Today, we are going to talk about why we use the color orange on our website. Funny enough, Neil, someone reached out to me yesterday and they said, hey, we want to, I do CRO work. And you know, recently I added about a million dollars to someone else's bottom line doing CRO. I was like, okay, great. Why don't you try leaving some notes on my website? So singlebrain.com and let's see what you come up with. And so this person, the very first thing they say is like, yeah, I use the color orange too much. And orange has been proven that it is like one of the least engaging or inspiring colors ever. I was like, oh, and then the rest of it was just like a bunch of like gibberish. I was like, well, but anyway, that's just a funny story that's unrelated, but let's go ahead. You go first. So we ended up using the color orange, not because we wanted to. Years and years ago, my brother-in-law acquired a company called Hello Bar. This is a long time ago. We no longer have the company. And there was these top bars that people put on their website, like Sumo Me or Apps, not Sumo Me, App Sumo. Is it called App Sumo? What is it called? Sumo Me, is that the one that goes on the website? They shut it down. There's no more sumo me? Uh-uh. But you can use opt-in monster, our friend Sayed. There you go. So either way, but 
Sumomi is similar, has a little top bar. Hello Bar was a company like that. It's still around. And we were looking at data on what colors work. And the Hello Bar site was orange itself. We did a lot of conversion testing and it just converted well. And with the top bars, I had a lot of traffic on one of my previous sites, Quicksprout, and I tried a lot of different colors. And for some reason, that orange color just converted really well. So then when I launched neilpatel.com, I started off with the orange color, ran tons of A-B tests, and the same thing happened where that orange color just converted really well. Now, if you use that everywhere, like we've had pages where it's mainly orange and then you just have white text or black text or whatever stands out, like orange in the background, then a white area, and then black text inside the white area. And we found that if it's too much, it can actually hurt your conversions. But we found that like, if you have a white site and bright call to action buttons, we found that red, usually when we run A-B tests, reduces conversions. But a color that just stands out and pops, more people click on it and you get more conversions. It was literally that simple. And it was just through testing, we found the right color for our website to generate more conversions. And I know people may think of that as silly, but when you have a lot of traffic, an extra 5 10% really adds up. Yep. So I would just say for us, this was in 2016, 2017 or so when we had started to do a rebrand, the single rain logo was completely different. So we did a, a brand new logo, but we also decided to pick a color around it. And, you know, I did my research and I found that orange was one of the most engaging colors. And I found that to Neil's point, orange tends to stand out, right? I can't say that we have, we did any conversion studies uh, necessarily on the site, but we found that it's just, it just, not many sites are orange at the end of the day and it's a nice color and it fits in well with the palette that we have. So that's the story that I have. I don't have any conversion data around it. Neil, anything else? Yeah. With your own website, you know, some people tell you, oh, don't use this color. This one's better. This causes more people to buy and this color conveys this emotion. And a lot of that may be true when you think about the psychology of colors, but on your website, I'm telling you, I've created those infographics with the color wheels on the meaning of different colors. And I've gotten a lot of social shares and link backs from some of those infographics. But the best thing you can do is just run an A-B test and figure out what works for you. The biggest piece of advice I have other than running an A-B test to figure out what color works for you. If your call to action buttons don't stand out, it doesn't matter what color they are. You're not going to get as many clicks and as many sales. They need to stand out and pop. Yep. That's super important. And some people might be rolling their eyes like, oh my God, you know, we're, we're talking about things that should pop and stand out or whatever. You would like to believe in 2023, like that's that's a very <laughs> basic thing. And most people still don't do that. So, well, and when we say pop, we're not saying use neon bright colors that are hard on people's eyes and flashing CTAs or anything like that. By all means, follow all normal usability practices, but just make sure it pops. And when we say pops, it just stands out. And it's easy for I wonder to be like, oh, this is a button. This is a CTA, not just color wise, but also design wise. And I know this sounds simple, like Eric said, but I still run into websites every single week that make basic mistakes like this. Like I was on the phone call with a software company yesterday. They do over 15, $16 million a year in revenue, somewhere around their reoccurring good business worth over a hundred million dollars, good growth rate. And they're like, yeah, we want to just get more software signups. And I was like, have you tried testing your CTAs? Like, yeah, we tried testing the text. I was like, no, no, have you tried testing the color? We're like, no, th this brand's within our brand schemes. I'm like, dude, this color that you're using blends in with the rest of your website. It took me a while to find your CTA buttons. Like, oh, that's a good idea. 
And they're like, we even heard some support requests and people saying, calling us being like, yeah, we're trying to sign up, but we couldn't figure out where to click. And then we had to navigate that. And I'm like, yeah, it's the coloring of your CTA buttons and how they stand out. And this is simple. And they don't get that complaint with every single one of their visitors. It's a small percentage that actually complain and tell them. But if a small percentage are calling and complaining to you, that means a much larger percentage have that issue. Just most people go to a different website. So solve your CTA buttons, make sure that they stand out, right? Solve the design problem and you'll get more clicks and conversions. All right. So that is it for today. Please don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, and also subscribe marketingschool.io slash newsletter. It's a free newsletter to stay on top of all the content that we're putting out and we'll see you tomorrow. We appreciate you joining us for this session of Marketing School. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show and visit marketingschool.io for more resources based on today's topic, as well as access to more episodes that will help you find true marketing success. That's marketingschool.io. Until next time, class dismissed. It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. That's right.